0: Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. It's another day. It's nice. Well, it's pretty nice outside. I went and took the the trash out, so it was feeling okay. Um, It was like 50 degrees, I think, here um, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, What did you miss between episodes? Not too much. Um, Still kind of on the mend. Uh last night, oh so upset. Like um I've been trying to like stay off this like promethazine type of medicine I have for like my throat, like if I'm coughing too much, my throat hurts. But like last night I woke up I was like, oh oh no. So um had to use some of that and I was kinda miffed. But um quick food corner though. I um got a little Caesar's pizza with the uh stuffed crust bread. Stuffed crust bread is very good um you only get like three like sticks but they're pretty big size I think that three maybe that's four I don't know I, I ate it pretty fast um but um what I'll usually do is I'll get a hot and ready like pepperoni pizza because that's quick and I want to wait a little Caesars um but I'll get that take it home and I'll add some like random toppings on top like a weirdo um so I like put uh pickles and relish on like one part I put like peppers on the other part I put, like, um, some hot sauce on and some sriracha, I think. I might not have put the sriracha on, but, um, it worked out. It was pretty good. Um, other than that, not too much to update you on, uh, so we can get into some news. Let's see. First off from the AP News, I got NY Mobster, who killed three, escapes federal custody in Florida. Uh, so this is the story of Dominic Taddeo, um, He was a mobster. Um, I guess he was on the end of his sentence, pretty much. He was in a halfway house, or he was being moved to a halfway house, according to the Bureau of Prisons. Um, He requested, though, to get an earlier release. Like, I think he only had, like, maybe a year to go, but he's like, can I get out earlier than that? Uh, I guess because um, he had, um, he was claiming health problems including hypertension and obesity which put him at risk like serious risk for COVID-19 uh and they're like nah you're all right you can ride the rest of this out and uh he said fuck that (laughs) and he dipped I guess uh so they marked his status from like you know I guess being where he's supposed to be to placed on escape status yeah so I, okay, that's why because he had um, left an authorized medical appointment. So uh, awkward, I guess uh, he's on the lam, he's on the run. Um, honestly, that's that's it's strange, but I, I get it. People get so crazy, especially if you are worried about your health potentially. I, I don't know, like in terms of like you know, I don't have much time on this earth. You know, this guy's in his sixties, what have you. But uh, yeah, I, I think it is a loose call all the same. I, I would have ridden out my sentence if I made it that far, right? um and some other news i got this from huffington post or huff post uh this was a i didn't expect to see this on my news timeline but it it popped up uh dc police find five fetuses in home of anti-abortion activist lauren handy uh yeah so uh lauren handy she is a anti-abortion activist uh she was already like on the hook for um some, some stuff that happened in 2020. Uh, she had a role in blocking a DC reproductive health care clinic. Um, and she was indicted with eight others, but there was a tip that she was harboring like bio hazardous material in her home. And, um, you know, police went to go check it out. And essentially they found five fetuses in coolers. And they they drug him out. And uh, let's see, Nathan Baca, I guess is like a TV guy or something like that. He interviewed her and he says, uh, this is from a Twitter post. When I asked anti-abortion activist Lauren Handy what homicide detectives pulled out of her house Wednesday, she said, she only said people will freak out when they hear. Um, DC Police Department now says it found five fetuses. I don't, I don't know what she's gonna do with these fetuses. I, I, I don't know what the play is here. I, I are, you, are you saving them? Are, are you trying to revive them? I, I really don't fucking know. Like, I'm not trying to be crass or crude here. It's, it's vexed me since I've read the article. Like, what's the point? What's the statement here? Uh, like, like, you're already doing the most. You're already doing the most. Like, she's at a bunch of like Planned Parenthood. She's, she's on the street doing her thing. Like. I don't understand why you need to take it to an even further level of like, now I need the fetus. And like, I, like ah, It's wild. People are wild. And um, I had to talk about that and put that out onto the airwaves. Uh, yeah. Um, but we can move on. I don't want to linger on it too much. It's, it's really gross. And plus the stance is Garbo, in my opinion. Um, got this from The Athletic. Uh, it's an update on the whole Rooney Rule situation. Uh, NFL says Rooney Rule remains a crucial part of hiring process. Women now count towards uh, filling interview requirement. So this is a pretty big update. It's giving women now a chance to get involved in football staffing, um, not just at the lower levels, but something that potentially can get them into the upper echelons, even up to potentially in the future. Um, a hedge coach, a head coach position, and they could get a head coach position potentially. It just, sadly, the odds are just so low statistically. There's literally only one, uh, like black head coach, uh, the coach of the Steelers. Um, I should know his name at my defenses. I'm from Cincinnati. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, but, uh, essentially the addition of women is a good thing. Uh, people are worried about though like in terms of like okay so you're adding women and that's great but then doesn't that just make the competition pool harder for other minorities who are already trying to compete it, it doesn't necessarily open up more slots it's just saying that more people are able to get the position other than a white person so or white man i should say uh so i mean it is good and they're definitely going to say like well The the counter was like, well, there's not that many women even, you know, interviewing and and quote unquote qualified for the positions that we're trying to offer. Um, So, you know, it'll remain to be seen and they might revisit it if there is more of an issue with that. Um, I'm not, there's, there's also some other stipulations that they added as well. Let's see. Other diversity initiatives approved by the NFL owners on Monday include a requirement for all 32 teams to hire a minority coach, either a racial minority or a woman, to serve as an offensive of assistant working closely with the head coach, offensive coordinator and other offensive assistant coaches. Rooney said this initiative is meant to deepen the pool of minority candidates in the pipeline for jobs like quarter- quarterback coach and offensive coordinator. This will be a full-time job, not an internship and will be funded in part by a stipend from league from the league office um and also i've heard too um a little bit of like extra talk i've heard from like podcasts um that the offensive positions are usually more likely to get slated for a head coach position so that's why that's kind of important as well um they added uh a pledge from league ownership to increase diversity among owners Oop, got a burp coming maybe little baby one there's a big one, (laughs) uh, to increase diversity among owners, particularly in bids submitted by individuals and groups looking to purchase a team. The statement from ownership read in part that membership will regard it as a positive and meaningful factor. If the group includes diverse individuals who would have a significant, equity stake and the and involvement with the club including serving and controlling owner or serving as the controlling owner of the club the league currently has no black owners which is something i'm not too surprised about if i'm being honest um you know just the way these kind of things go like it's a big money th- kind of situation on top of you know just when you get the chance to vie for a potential opening and ownership of the team it's usually quickly Sought up by you know a white guy. <laughs> uh, that goes on to the next point. Uh, the Denver Broncos are currently up for sale, and Rooney said there are minority individuals who will be a part uh, who will be part of bids to purchase that team. Um, and then lastly, creating a an external diversity adv- adv- uh, I can't speak today advisory committee composed of DEI experts and attorneys as well as former Texans general manager Rick Smith to review NFL's diversity policies. So we'll see. It's kind of a little bit murky. Um, once again, reciting back to the coach of the Steelers, he kind of kind of said something I was kind of thinking. It's like, we'll see. You know, this all sounds good, but the proof is in the actions. And if these actions actually have merit, then great. But if not, then, well, Marie, we are where we are. Um, so... It's fun to update you there. Get a little sports news in there. Um, got this a little bit of a law and I'll say intrigue. Uh, got this from NPR. A former Yale employee admits she stole 40 million in electronics from the, from the university. So that is a big play. Um, and you know, I like a good scam, you know, I like a good hustle. Um, and we don't advocate them, but goddamn, this is a bag, major bag alert. Um, Let's see. The perpetrator is Jamie Patrone, 42. Uh, she pleaded guilty on Monday in federal court in Hartford, Connecticut to two counts of wire fraud and a tax offense for her role in the plot. Um, so essentially she was a director of finance and administration for the Department of Emergency Medicine at Yale and it gave her off- it gave her the authority to authorize certain purchases in department in certain purchases in the department but um it had to be below ten thousand dollars so she would request a lot of electronics like computers and things of that nature and um say like hey we need this kind of stuff for the school you know for programs this or that something very specific she would get the items put the items in her car herself or she'd also have staff order it as well um she would get these items send them over like she'd drive them over and then like ship them out and once they got resold she would get a cut and that cut would go into um like a like a enterprise she had let's see it's an llc a massive entertainment llc a company she created so it was a racket and she was making money um essentially though there was a tip that um some, that patron was ordering suspiciously high volumes of c- computer equipment and um you know they found they found out <laughs> they did an investigation and they found that, that was very true um and so she's also agreed um to forfeit like her luxury vehicles she has th- three homes in connecticut as well uh, property in georgia may also be seized uh let's see here what else is the damage more than five hundred and sixty thousand that was seized from the massive entertainment llc bank account um, and federal prosecutor federal prosecutors say the loss to Yale totals approximately forty million five hundred and four thousand two hundred dollars. That's big. That's major. <laughs> um. So she did her thing. Uh. That's fucked up. And you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things where I definitely don't want to give flowers to people who are doing this kind of shit. Um. But um, it is wild to hear these kind of stories, for sure. Uh, let's see. Got this from The Hill, the next bit. The House approves bill legalizing marijuana. Um, I was initially super stoked about this. Um, but upon hearing, like, a reminder from just, like, other streams and podcast stuff, this isn't the first time that the House itself has moved to um, legalize it. It's great that they are trying to, and that it's made it past the House, but there's already some people who are like, eh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Manchin, of course, is like very anti it, of course, or at least he's skeptical. Um, and there's others. And it's, it's one of those things, too, where it's a mixed bag. Like Schumer, who is, um, you know, majority leader, he's for it. But there's like at least two Democratic senators who are like, nah, no thanks. One including, I believe, Manchin. So you know, it, it is a very um tumultuous thing. Uh, I'm gonna hit the turn to to, you know, send vibes. Uh who woo wusa. Okay. Um but, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely keep you posted in terms of, you know, if I hear the Senate ruling, how that goes. Uh, I'm not sure when they are set to convene about this. Um, and some more news I heard that popped up that really gave me the icky, icky, ickies. I uh, got it from The Guardian. Also, I believe I heard it, too, from BBC News. But uh, microplastics found in human blood for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> So essentially there was a study, um, let's see, microplastic pollution has been detected in human blood for the first time, with scientists finding the tiny particles in almost 80% of the people tested. 80%! Like, ugh! Um, they're not sure in terms of like, like, is this going to be damaging? I mean, it definitely does sound damaging. It's not like there's a way to like really get these microplastics out of us um, they're just in there, like, swimwear, um, the damage in terms, of, like, if it's potentially, like, cancerous, who knows, maybe so, um, can they, like, penetrate, you know, sensitive organs and things like that, who knows, um, but yeah, like, we're, we're fucking living with it, we're in, the plastic is in us, like, oh my god, I, reading the article gave me the icky ickies, uh, oh um, and then they, they also make a good point in the article, like, There's plastics, microplastics now contaminate the entire planet from the summit of Mount Everest to the deepest oceans. And I was like, damn, that's so true. Like there's plastic that's swimming probably in deeper parts of the ocean that we've ever ventured. Um, It's just the impact of like our human consumption. Um, And also the fact that like plastic production is set to double in 2040. Uh, That's a quote from Joe Royal, uh, founder of the Charity Common Seas. Um. there's another burpee but uh there is a UK government um allotting 50 million euros or pounds to research the human impacts human health impacts of plastic um definitely it's a big concern in terms of like babies like if from being even from a fetal baby coming out you know fetal thing and then coming out as baby and then oh my gosh like you're already like you've already been consuming plastics you've already have that in you like what does that affect on you um i mean there's a lot but uh, essentially there was the review paper that was published on tuesday um a person they mentioned Vethak. Vethak, um, he, he's mentioned in this article from the guardian he's a part of uh the research um very interesting very cringe, but um, I definitely wanted to end on some good news. Um, I'm toasting my beer, clink, clink, um, to the Amazon Labor Union. Uh, got this from CNN Business. Uh, Amazon workers at New York Warehouse vote to form company's first U.S. union. Um, also, there is a fucking quirked up picture of jeff bezos on this article and it's very funny to me because like he's balding he's like chilling over a bunch of books and like amazon was initially a book distributor bullshitter thing that was what it was let me have this string. i'm talking but um so he just looks so hokey here like and now i see him now he looks like like a bond villain it's just so different um, and he's older, like, <laughs> it's crazy what money will do to you. That's, that's more or less the, the long short of that picture that I wanted to talk about. But flowers to the Amazon labor union, uh, they made it happen. They, let's see, the, the votes went in their favor, 2,654 to 2,131. Um, I mean, it was a very close race. Um, previously we've covered, um, Alabama, Bessemer they had a um you know a voting thing and uh it didn't go their way they did recently do a recount i believe it was like actually two coast account i actually would highly suggest that you check out this article because it does go into more details that i'm just not going to cover um but just in sort of the details in terms of like why it worked here as opposed to why it didn't work there um something i did i kind of just didn't think about and notice is i mean obviously this is in new york um and as opposed to like where it happened in um what is it uh alabama just the difference in terms of you know the culture the demographic some of the just the laws in place it just definitely made a big effect also the amount of people who are like just in union as opposed to in new york is just massively different um but yeah this is a huge win um there's a couple other little fallouts too um what is it aoc uh she kind of got dragged a little bit for not showing up but i mean that's one of those neither here nor there things it wasn't in her district um also she just couldn't make it type of thing um i think there were some other things too where there's a lot of focus on christian smalls who's like the president of the alu um i believe he has like a little bit of a rap career also he was fired from amazon um for pretty much what he said was like hey leading this protest out during uh you know the pandemic time but then from amazon's perspective they're like no he wasn't supposed to be on the premises he wasn't supposed to be working it was a covid related thing because he had uh, potentially tested positive um it also brings up another point too because um who, people who are present celebrating um were people who are on the starbucks side which we covered a little bit but just the conversation of union busting is a really real thing and it, like it often comes up in the public eye as like very slight, very subtle um you know because these major corporations are very good at making, you know, this not a wave, making this not a big deal. Um even though they did win actually in this situation, Amazon is fighting it. Even though they're like, "Oh no, we're we're okay. We're glad that that, you know, unions are a thing and people have a choice even though we personally think that you don't need a union and you'd rather interact person to person blah 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 like so they are they're towing they're a line but at the same time I do believe they are cracking a whip it's just very behind the scenes it's very low key um so hell yeah hell yeah to the ALU um we are very pro union at Isaiah's new stand um so yeah <laughs> um so that that wraps us up i wanted to lead, end on some good news uh thanks for putting up with my stuttering ass and um let's see let's see shill mode i got a patreon patreon.com slash news if you want to get hit with that uh shout outs you get with that you get like one shout out per month um and then you also get what else do you get um discord access which is nice you know hopefully if i do some more projects things like that also it's tied to oh yeah i wanted to talk about my little gaming stuff i'm doing um on twitch.com sagacious zeke is the channel slash TV. um if you ever want to check me out i'm just hanging out usually doing something uh magic the gathering related but um other than that i'm just loafing around um but yeah just trying to do more stuff spread out make more content for everybody um Other than that, I hope you guys have a great week, and hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.